the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello, dear friends, and welcome back to Mission Evolution Radio Show, where we share the latest information and leading-edge thoughts to support the path to unity and enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour, we'll be exploring who are you and what is your quest, evolving into true purpose. In order to evolve into our true purpose, we must first let go of old limited concepts of who we are. This involves opening up to infinite possibility. Many traditions use trance states and spiritual guides to navigate the inner landscape of the human psyche in order to access true potential. These traditions deal deeply with the language of spirit, archetypes, allegory, and synchronicity. The message they carry must be translated from the language of spirit, as accessed in the imagination, to a more literal form that makes sense to the linear mind. This is a rare art form, virtually lost in modern times, resulting in much confusion regarding spiritual information. With us to discuss the topic of purpose, spiritual information, and the meaning of life is Garnet Schulhauser. Garnet is the author of numerous books, including Dancing on a Stamp, Dancing Forever with Spirit, Dance of Heavenly Bliss, and Dance of Eternal Rapture. After practicing corporate law for over 30 years in Calgary with two blue-chip law firms, Garnet retired in 2008 to pursue his writing career. On his search for new ways to help his fellow humans understand the meaning of life on Earth, he enrolled in the Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique Academy and became a Level 2 QHHT practitioner. Garnet takes great delight in helping people connect with their higher selves and to learn about their purpose for being on this planet. His website, GarnetSchulhauser.com. Garnet, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Well, thank you, Gould, for inviting me. I'm delighted to be here. Whatever possessed you, no pun intended, to go from being a lawyer to writing about spiritual matters? Well, it, it, it was a sort of an amazing transformation, and it was uh, when I was still practicing law, I was walking down the street one day, and I, uh, all of a sudden a homeless man just jumped out in front of me, and he looked like a typical homeless man with long stringy hair and dirty clothes and, and a scraggly beard, um, but there's something different about him, so I didn't go around him like I typically would. I, I, I stood there because his, his amazing, dazzling blue eyes were sending me this wave of pure, unconditional love. And I stood there basking in, this, uh, in his gaze as my body was infused with, a, with unconditional love. I had an amazing sense of peace and security and well-being. And so I stood there like a deer caught in the headlights for how long, I don't know. It was like a time warp. And then he finally, um, he finally uh, broke the spell by saying to me, Why are you here? Then he promptly disappeared into a nearby store. Well, I went into the store shortly after to try to find him. There was only one entrance, one exit, but he wasn't in the store anywhere. He hadn't come out. I walked out on the street, walked up and down for um, 
several blocks hoping to spot him, but he had disappeared into thin air. So that night I resolved that I was going to go back the next day to try to find him. And so I did. Same time, same street. I went there to try to find this homeless man, hoping I could spot him. I walked up and down the, the, for several blocks for about 10 or 15 minutes. I was about to lose hope, Gwilda, when I finally spotted him sitting all alone on a bench. So I went up to him and I said, who are you and why did you stop me the other day? And he said, well, I'm a soul just like you. I'm here to answer your questions and help you on your journey. And so that was the beginning of a dialogue that I had with this man. And he was the transformation uh, point in my life where I decided that practicing law no longer made sense and I needed to um, start writing about spiritual matters. So was this person a person or, I mean, like you see in the flesh? Well, I could see him in the flesh and I could touch him. But I found out after that um, I was the only one who could see him. So anybody else who had walked by the, the bench that day would have seen me sitting there by myself, apparently talking to myself. So in any event, once, we, once uh, I sat down on the bench beside him, um, he, uh, he started talking to me, telling me uh, who he was. He said that he was one of my spirit guides, and his name was Albert. And so then so, he went on. Uh, sure, so at, at that point in your life, were you under a lot of stress? Did, I mean, were you able to uh, discern? You're looking at something that, here's a lawyer, you're looking at something that nobody else can see. How did that impact you? Well, at first I was a bit skeptical. It's sort of like, you know, because I am a lawyer and I have the lawyer's mind, uh, I, was, I was kind of skeptical. Um, I wasn't under any more stress than usual. Practicing law is a very stressful profession, so I had a lot of stress in my life. Um, but I had been, uh, for the last number of years, I've been asking myself sort of over and over again, searching for answers to the big questions in life, like who am I, why am I here, and what happens to me when I die? Um, and I know that I, I was raised as a Roman Catholic, so I knew what that Catholic church told me, but I had rejected most of their beliefs a long time ago, so I was finding or searching for a new paradigm to latch onto. And so this homeless man uh, was intriguing, but I was skeptical. And in fact, when, I, when, uh, uh, when he first said that he was here to help me, I said to him, why do you think you can help yourself? Uh, or why do you think you can help me when you can't even help yourself because you look like you've been sleeping on the street for weeks and you smell like a dead fish? And, um, and he just smiled and gave me a, 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 a big grin, and he said, you know, looks can be deceiving because you look like you're a successful corporate lawyer with everything under control, but we both know that's just a facade. And he said, you know, if you want to, go back to your office and see if you can find all those answers you've been seeking in all those emails waiting for you on your computer, or you can sit down and talk to me. And so luckily, my intuition said I needed to talk to this guy, and it was the, the most important decision in my life as far as I can see. Because it was an amazing transformation for me. He, we, we had a dialogue that went off and on over several months. Um, he only appeared to me in physical form in the first three times. After that, he was just a voice in my head, and we communicated by telepathy. But it was a dialogue, question and answer. I would ask him questions about various things, and he would give me the answers. And then uh, shortly after we had met, he said to me, you know, I'm not just here to satisfy your curiosity. I'm here to uh, make my revelations known to everyone, so I want you to write a book about what I tell you which really surprised me because I'd never thought about that. But uh, after a, a much gentle persuasion from Albert, I eventually ended up writing the manuscript for my first book. Well, you know, what's, what's interesting, of course, my background is in shamanism and this sort of thing. Um, and when we're working with spirit guides, there's checks and balances that we're taught um, and have been taught for generations to make sure that we're talking to someone that is has already crossed, someone that is reliable information versus just a disembodied spirit. And those are around as well. How could you tell the difference? I just, I, I just sensed it in my heart that, that he was the genuine uh, goods, that he was really who he said he was. And then as our conversation went on, his, his wisdom and, and his words rang so true that I just knew it was intuition saying, yes, this is, the, this is the, the, the real McCoy, this is one of my spirit guides. And I've never had a doubt after that. After about the first five minutes, I was totally in, totally convinced that he really was my spirit guide and what he was telling me was the real truth. So you went from, you know seeing something that nobody could see to hearing voices in your head. Did you have some doubt about yourself at that point? No, because, because when he started talking to me by telepathy, I recognized his voice, so I knew who he was, so I wasn't upset. And in fact, when I, when I asked him at, at some point, I said, why did you show up in physical form for me for the first three times as the homeless man? He said, well, if I had just, out of the blue, if I just started talking to you as a voice in your head, you probably would have thought you're losing your mind. And he's right, I probably would have. 
But this way, his gentle way of introducing me to him um, through his manifestation, and then I was very comfortable with our telepathic conversation. Where do you suppose he came from? Well, he's on the spirit side, and he and he's he's one of my spirit guides, and there's a I have you know two or three others, um, and, and he was one of the ones guides who stayed with me right or he was with me right from birth all the way through, and he said he'll be he's sort of my main guide, um, and he he. he uh, recalled uh, that we had several previous lives together on Earth, so he has incarnated on planet Earth before. Right now, he's on the spirit side, guiding me and coaching me, but we've had previous lives together, so we have a long history, none of which I remember, uh, but he, he told me a few of the episodes. But, you know, once we incarnate, we're not allowed to remember our previous lives. And so I, I, this is all new to me, but I totally believe him, and, uh, he, you know, he, he's become sort of what I would call a spiritual friend. A lot of traditions uh, believe that uh, sometimes people will cross over, die, and then come back as a spirit guide. Is is this what you're saying, that he has, has been physically here present before, but now is not? Yes, he has had previous physical incarnations on planet Earth before, a, a few with me before, uh, but now he's not incarnated on Earth. He's just on the spirit side, being one of my spirit guides, and... Uh, and, and his mission is basically not just to be my spirit guide, but to but to to uh, get his revelations, his uh, his wisdom that he that he's given to me to get him out and available to everyone. Which is why he enlisted me to write his books. I'm just I'm one of his messengers. He has other messengers, but I'm I'm just one of them. And uh, and I've uh, done his bidding by writing books about what he's told me and about our astral trips that he's taken me on. So uh, your books are a channeled work then. Um. No, not in a not in a traditional sense. Um, you, you know, I guess I, I guess when I'm talking to him by telepathy, I'm channeling him. But but we would have a conversation. I would take notes about the conversation, what he said, and then after uh, that was done, I would go to my computer and quickly you know type in notes about our conversation, and then later I would write my manuscripts based upon my notes. So when I was writing, I wasn't directly channeling with Albert, but I was, I guess you could say I was channeling when we had the, the initial conversation. And then w when he took me on the astral trips, of course, um, I'm, I'm sort of with him in astral form, and he takes me in, uh, to places to see other people and, and see other things that I could write about in my books. Well, we're going to have to take a short break and pick up on the astral realm on the other side of it. Garnet and I will return shortly, so don't you dare go away. You're listening to the Mission Evolution Radio Show, coming to you on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, 
haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. To stay abreast of all the wonderful information and tools we have to offer, visit our website, missionevolution.org. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka, and our guest this hour is Garnet Schulhauser. His website, garnetschulhauser.com. Garnet, we were talking about astral projection or astral trips with your spirit guide. Would you mind uh, defining what that means for us? It, it literally means that my soul or my, my or my spirit uh, leaves my physical body and travels on the astral plane to other places on Earth or to the spirit side or whatever. So it's really uh, I'm traveling in astral form, and and and, and it's a non a non physical. Our, our true natures are beings of energy. That's what we are before we incarnate. And when we travel astrally, we go back to being beings of energy. We slip out of our physical bodies and, and we travel in that fashion, which means basically we can pass through walls and ceilings and other hard things. It's not, we're, not, we're, we're totally non-physical when we're traveling astrally. So changing gears a little bit, what's quantum healing hypnosis technique? Well, that was a, a technique uh, developed by Dolores Cannon, uh, who is actually the founder of my publishing company, and that's how I got onto it. And what it is, it's a it's a, a, a hypnosis technique that takes the client into the very deepest level of of trance, called the theta level. Um, and uh, there, uh, two things happen. One is that uh, the client is is uh, taken back to one or more past lives, so they're regressed. So it's like past life regression is the first part, where they go back and they basically relive a past life that they had on Earth or somewhere else, actually, um, and. And the second part is, is that the, the practitioner then contacts the client's higher self. The higher self is sort of the highest part of a person's soul that's most closely connected to the source, also known as the universal soul or universal consciousness, many different names. I call it the higher self. Anyway, the higher self knows the client better than the client knows themselves. And so the client will come in with a list of questions, you know, things like, you know, what should I do in my life? What, what job should I take? Where should I live? You know, where can I find my life partner? things like that, um, and the higher self will provide very wise and clear, definitive answers, uh, and, and this is all recorded. And so the client basically gets uh, a clear set of directions from their higher self as to what they should be doing in life and, and, and in various aspects of it. And so that's what that is all about, and it's, uh, it, it, it gives some amazing results for clients, um, and, and they can find out you know, you know, why, uh, why they have recurring dreams, why they have phobias, why they have certain uh, inexplicable, inexplicable pain, say, in, 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 their, uh, in some part of their body, which it may turn out to be uh, something that was derived from a previous life where they were, say, stabbed with a spear. That's why that pain is still there. So there's all kinds of fascinating things that can be revealed, and the clients generally go away sort of with a new look on life, maybe finding a new, a new path to pursue, um, and it's all very fulfilling. So does, does this come through the client or through the practitioner? No, it comes through the client. It's actually the client is in hypnosis, and the first part of it, the past life regression, the client is basically describing what they're seeing during a past life. 
And so they're describing all the things, good and bad. And then when the higher self comes in, the higher self speaks through the client's uh, the voice mechanism. And so it, it's the client. The, the client's uh, voice is, 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 is creating the, the, the sound that's really being generated from the higher self. So just like the client is speaking to me, except that it's the higher self really who's taken over their, their vocal cords. And so it's the client talking, um, and the practitioner just asks questions uh, depending on what the answers are. So they're basically the client's channeling themselves. Yes. The okay. client is basically channeling their higher selves, but they're not really aware of it. They're in a trance. Mm-hmm. How, how long does it take to become a QHHT practitioner? Well, you have to take, first of all, you have to take a, a, what they call the level one course. Um, and the, you can do it in two ways. You can take a live level one course, which is offered at least once a year, usually in Arkansas. And that's, I think, a six-day six course that you have to be there for. They also offer it as an online course. The online course, you can do it as quickly as you can get through the material. So, and then once you have done the, past the, the, the level one course, you have to do 25 volunteer sessions before you're certified as a, as a practitioner. And then you can take level two, which I did, which is a, a four-day uh, live course um, that's offered usually once or twice a year somewhere in North America. And that, that sort of allows you to enhance your practice to a higher level. And so I took that uh, as well. So I'm a level two practitioner. So do you work directly on people yourself? Yes. Yeah, that's the yeah, I do. I, I have I have clients who uh, who sign up, uh, come to my office, and we, and we go through the. It takes about four to five hours. There's sort of like the pre-trance interview that lasts, uh, you know, around two hours, um, and then there's the trance itself, which goes an hour and a half to two hours, and then there's sort of the post-game review after the trance. So typically the sessions are four to five hours. Have to be done in person. Can't be done by phone or by Skype because that's one of the the the, the the hard and fast rules set by Dolores Cannon when she established this. So you, uh, within, you can study six days in person, do 25 sessions, and then take people into trances. Yes. You know, people study shamanism for 40 years to be able to do that. Aren't you a little nervous you might be missing something? Well, I was at first, and, and my very first volunteer, I, I wasn't sure whether or not I'd be able to get him into trance, and, and I wasn't sure how, how it would all turn out, but it turned out fine, and uh, no, I don't think I'm missing anything. I mean, I think that uh, I'm catching everything, getting all the answers that I should, and people are very satisfied. What all do you study in the program? Do you work with how to recognize spirit guides, how to set sacred space, what to do if somebody freaks out? Um, no, we don't deal with, the course doesn't deal with spirit guides as such. It basically deals with sort of the techniques of uh, getting people, of hypnosis, getting people into the trance. There's a very, Dolores Cannon developed her technique over a period of like 40 years. And so everyone at, at the, uh, who takes a course gets a, a script as to how to get them into the trance and how to lead them through a past life and how to contact the higher self. So we all follow that. And it, and it and works wonderfully. And, and, and uh, yeah, we, we do have, in, in level two, you, you get to learn about um, what happens if people freak out. And sometimes, hasn't happened to me, sometimes Dolores Cannon has said, you know, you, uh, you, you bring somebody into a past life, and all of a sudden they start screaming, and it turns out that they're being burnt at the stake. And so we, we do learn how to sort of bring them out of that, otherwise it's too distressing. And so that has not happened to me yet, but I'm ready for it when it does, if it does. So do you have a referral base of psychologists or psychiatrists in case this destabilizes a person? No, it, it, nobody's ever destabilized. The technique is it, 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 to, to bring them out of the, uh, out of the trance. It, there's a very sort of set uh, script that we follow that brings them out and they leave everything that they saw in the past. And so there's nothing that sort of, there's no, nothing, there's no carryover. So no, we don't need that. Well, screaming and burning at the stake sounds a little destabilizing, doesn't it? Well, it is, but then it, it just very simply, we just tell them, okay, uh, you, you're watching, you're not watching as an observer, you're not sort of there in person, you're not suffering, and you, you'll feel no physical discomfort, and you're watching as an observer. That just brings them out. Then they, they, then they, then they stop, and then they go on with uh, then what you do. Basically, if they've come down to the point where they're burning at the stake, you say, okay, let's go back in that life and find out uh, how this arose. Why did they decide to burn you at the stake? And so then you get the, the life story leading up to that time, but you don't take them to that time again. And so it, it's, uh, no, and they, they come out of the trance, uh, according to Dolores, hasn't happened to me, and they're fine. And, they, and, and, and they have no lasting effect because one of the commands given in hypnosis is that uh, you say, nothing that you've heard or that's happened to you here will have any lasting effects 
mentally or physically will not bother you. So when they come out of the trance, they're not upset about what they witnessed. They just recognize it, that that was a previous life. They're in this current life, and it's all in the past. Doesn't there, isn't it stir some body memory or, you know, the adrenaline? And isn't there some kind of a physical reaction? Um, well, yeah, yeah, there can be if, if you leave them in sort of in that, uh, uh, that situation uh, too long. But the, the trick is just to get them out of that right away, and then there's no lasting effect. And, and, and the hypnosis command is you will not be bothered by this after in any way mentally or physically. And so that just p- puts them back into a normal, uh, a normal pace when they come out of the trance and uh, they're not affected by it. Well, you say you're taking them into a, a deep state um, uh, beyond uh, alpha and into theta, um, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, that's a dream state, and the language there is allegorical as a rule. How much work did you, do you do with translating allegories in your studies? Um, very little at all. Basically, it's a very sort of a hands-on, this is how you put people into hypnosis. There's not a lot of explanation as to why people do it or, or how these images come or, or you know, how they go into a past life. It's more of a, here it is, and, and people will go into a past life, and, and people will, if, if the practitioner does it right, get in contact with their higher selves, and, and the rest just flows from there. So there's not, a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of background study, and you don't really need it. So where'd you learn to work with your spirit guides? Uh, that was totally separate from QHHT. That was before. Um, I didn't do the QHHT until I'd finished my fourth book. And so, th- so the first part of my spiritual journey was with Albert, uh, uh, talking to him, going on astral trips with him, writing books about what I saw and the people I spoke to. So that was the first part of it. And, and it wasn't until I finished my fourth manuscript that I said to Albert, okay, now what should I do? Should I write book five or what should I do? He said, you should take the QHHT course. And I was familiar with it sort of generally because, uh, as I said, my, my publishing company uh, basically sponsors QHHT, so I knew a bit about it. But I was intrigued by what he said, so I took the course, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that I did. And, and Albert does not directly, he's not directly involved in these sessions, um, but he's the one who encouraged me to do so. So do you, do you, there's no spirit guides involved in your sessions, I take it? Well, I, not that I'm aware of. I mean, my spirit guides are always there watching what I'm doing. Uh, Albert may be channeling me messages that I'm not directly aware of, don't know, but there's no, as far as I know, there's no direct involvement of my spirit guides or other people's spirit guides in the session unless the client's spirit guides may be coming through their higher self and giving them some messages, but I'm not directly aware of it. Well, it's time for another short pause. Garnet and I will return to our discussion on the other side of this break. You stay right there. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. 
Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution Radio Show, missionevolution.org, bringing leading-edge information supporting the path to enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. We're speaking with Garnet Schulhauser. His website, garnetschulhauser.com. Garnet, we were talking about using hypnosis to access uh, guidance for the individual. What kind of guidance do they get? Well, it depends on what they're looking for, what their questions are. We, we ask our clients to come in with a, a set of written questions that, that, that they want answered. And I, I tell my clients to bring in, you know, no more than 25. Uh, and, and during the interview, we go over them. And it could be things like, I mean, some people will say, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm living with this man for the past five years. I'm not sure it's, he's good for me. Should I continue the relationship? And the higher self will say, uh, might say, yes, kick the bum out and get on with your life. Uh, someone else may say, I'm just recently retired, and I don't know what to do with the rest of my life. And the, the, the higher self will give them some guidance, like you should go. And I had one interesting case where a, a lady asked that question. She had just recently retired. Higher self says, you need to move to East Africa and work in one of the big cat rehab centers there. Very interesting, so totally out of the blue. Um, um, in, in, in many cases, uh, people will say, um, you know, I have this recurring dream about doing something or other, and I want to know where it comes from. Higher stuff will say, it comes from something that happened in one of your previous lives. And many people will say, you know, when I first met my, my wife, uh, I felt that there was an instant connection. I felt like we'd known each other before, but we, this is the first time we've met. So did we have a, any previous lives together? Higher self will say, yeah, you, just, you finished uh, a life uh, just before this one where you were husband and wife and you had a very close and loving relationship and that sort of feeling sort of carried over into this incarnation. And a lot of people will ask some uh, esoteric questions like explain what the event is and what's happening. Um, and the event, of course, is this uh, wave of energy that's, that's flooding the earth, has begun, will continue to do so with the intent of raising everyone's vibrations, hopefully high enough so that we can ascend to the new earth, to 5D earth. Uh, and, and so it, 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 the questions just vary. Whatever people are curious about, um, and a lot of times it may be some physical affliction, like how come, uh, um, it, you know, how come I have this rash that, uh, on my arm that I can't seem to cure? And the higher self will say it was something that happened in this life, uh, when you were, uh, it's your reaction to some guilt that you were given by your parents um, because of your, uh, what they regarded as your uh, sexual curiosity. And so, so did, so did the lady, did the lady that got the instructions to go to Africa, did she go? Don't know, uh, because we, we don't follow up unless they follow up with us. But when she left uh, my place after that session, and I, and I said to her, are you surprised about this, this direction to go to East Africa? And she says, well, I've always had an affinity for big cats. She was quite excited. She said she was going to leave and, and go on the internet and find, look up the sort of the rehab centers in East Africa. Don't know if she went or not, but she seemed quite excited when she left because here is her so, new mission. So have, have there been studies done on this particular method? Um, but I'm not sure by who. I mean, it, it, uh, you know, I don't think any academic studies have been done. Um, you know, and it's, it's been going on. There's a lot of practitioners in, throughout the world in North America. Dolores Cannon has been, who's passed away in 2014. She had been doing it for like 40 years. Uh, I don't think there's been any that I'm aware of, but, but, I, but it's possible that there have been. Hmm, okay. Um, how, can, how can the people tell they're not just making it up? It's not just coming from, from imaginings. Well, because it's, uh, it's things that people just wouldn't, wouldn't be able to make up. I mean, when you're looking at a past life, I mean, it's such, it's such vivid detail that it would, be, it would take an amazing imagination to be able to do it. And, 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 uh, and when your higher self comes in, they, they, have, they, they will give people some, uh, some knowledge that, uh, that they wouldn't be able to have made up themselves. I mean, it's quite, it's quite evident when you hear a higher self comes in that it's really another entity. It's not the client. 
and, and the clients have no question about it. I have no question about it either when I hear the higher self speaking. And it's, it's, and it's really interesting because uh, there's a different sort of voice when a higher self comes in. It's a different kind of voice that comes in. And, and so you can tell there's something different there. And you'd have to be an amazing actor to be able to pull this off and, and make this up and, uh, without it being true. And, and I have no doubt that it is true, no, I, it is real, I've, and that they are accessing their higher self. Well, I've worked in a mental institution with people that had multiple personalities, and their voice would change uh, with each personality. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never had a session with that. In fact, uh, Dolores Cannon said one of the types of clients that she would never do a session with is somebody who's a schizophrenic, who's multiple personalities. She said, you just can't work with that. So yeah, A little uh, destabilizing you know, right there, yeah. yeah. So you talk quite a bit about past life. Um, are we really dealing with past life, or are we de- dealing with the genetics that have been passed down to us from our ancestral lineage? Because everything, like you say, is, is dealing with frequency. So how can you tell past life from simply genetic memory? Well, it, it, because it, it, my information from Albert and from what I've experienced in my astral travels, uh, I know that there are past lives. I've gone to the, on the spirits that I've gone to the Akashic Records, which has the records of every life that's ever been lived anywhere, and I've viewed some of my past lives, and, it, and they're real. They're actually real past lives that have happened in the past, um, and, and that's just part of the cycle of reincarnation on Earth. We, we, you know, we, we voluntarily decide if we want to incarnate on Earth, and, 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 and then we choose... Uh, choose the circumstances of our lives and and we do that to learn and, and and experience things so we can grow and evolve as souls entirely up to our choice and most of us had many many lives some are new to the planet earth but but uh, i've asked albert how many i've had he said several hundred uh so it's it's uh it's very real it's, it's not genetic memory it's a very real case of spirit souls incarnating into different bodies over a period of time and, and then when the body dies, of course, they go back to the spirit side, and then they choose another incarnation. And they keep going until they feel like they sort of conquered or graduated from planet Earth. So where is the Akashic Records? What's that, what's that like? Well, it's, it, I mean, it's, uh, how I experienced it on the spirit side was just a sort of a, a building there in, in, in one of the cities I was in. And, and you would go into, uh, Albert would take me into, there's various sort of viewing rooms go into a room, close the door, and the center of it was like a, a, a floating holographic globe. And Albert would sort of know how to work it, and, and he would then, it, the picture would show up, it'd be like watching a 3D movie, and it would be like, okay, here's your life back in whatever, and uh, you, could, you could watch it uh, like you're watching a movie, or you could actually jump in back into your, your, your body at that time and relive what's going on, um, and you can do it, you know, slow motion, fast forward, go back and forth as, as often as you want. And the interesting thing um, uh, about uh, when you're looking at the Akashic Records is that you can actually hear the emotions and feel the thoughts of the, uh, of, of the people that you're interacting with. So if you're looking at one of your past lives, when you're interacting with somebody, um, you'll get to he- feel their emotions and hear their thoughts. Uh, and so you'll have a better understanding of how your actions affected them. So it's, it's a great learning tool. But you can look at anybody's past life in the Akashic Records, anybody you want. You can look at all your own. You can look at other people's. It's, and it's just there available for anyone who, uh, who is curious or who wants to look back on their previous lives to try to, as a planning tool for their future lives. So um, <laughs> you're, you take this pretty literal. You've got cities. You've got holograms. You've got uh, buildings. Is it literal, or is this just the way it's translating to make sense to your brain? Well, it, it's what I saw, and it, and it seems very real and very literal to me. Um, and, and uh, you know, like there's a, a beautiful white city over there called Aglaia, where that's where Albert took me. Um, and I see other people, other souls, uh, who uh, typically sort of, a lot of them just dress up in, in the costumes of one of their favorite incarnations on Earth. And so it's all very real to me when I'm traveling astrally. Um, I don't know uh, if it was... Uh, set up specially for me or if everyone sees the same thing, but that's what I saw and that's what I reported on in my books. So where, where, do you, uh, where did Albert reveal to you about the afterlife cycle? Well, it, it, quite, quite simply, and for anybody who's spiritually attuned, this is not new, but uh, it may, may astound or offend people who, who are part of the organized traditional religions. So basically, we're all eternal souls. Why did we come to Earth? We came here to. We chose freely to come, uh, and we and we chose to to uh, meet some challenges, learn some lessons that will help us with our evolution as souls. 
And before we came, we all prepared a life plan in which we picked out the significant aspects of our upcoming lives, things like um, the place we'd be born, identity of our parents and siblings and friends, first language we'd learn, those things sort of set up our lives, and then we'd set up other sort of uh, milestone points that we hope to hit uh, so that we can um, you know, grow and evolve by, by meeting these challenges. So we set that up, um, and then we go through life. Unfortunately, we don't remember that we have a life plan, and we have free will to act, so we often stray off course. Um, but it, it doesn't matter what we do. It, Albert says we can't, uh, you know, there are no rules for us to follow. God or the source doesn't make rules for us to follow, doesn't manipulate events in our lives. So at the end of the day, when our physical bodies die, there's no judgment by God or the source. There is no But wasn't, wasn't that, Albert showing up to you in the middle of a street manipulating events in your life? Oh, yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's one of my spirit guides. That's not coming from the source. He just, he's, just a, he's a soul, spirit, just like I am. So absolutely, he was manipulating uh, events in my life. That was all pre-planned before, we, before I was born, that he and I agreed that I would take on this life, and that he'd be one of my spirit guides, and that he would show up in my life at this point in time because it, he wanted to, we agreed that I should be his messenger. So yeah, he manipulated my lives. He's not the source, though. He's just a soul, just like me. Well, if he's not the source, where does he get his information? Well, he gets his information from uh, people on the spirit side. Like there's, there's, there's other souls there who are in between lives or who no longer want to incarnate. Um, and, and from his own past experiences, he gains knowledge. And so when you're on the spirit side, you, you appreciate the whole picture. You don't need to have anyone tell you. It's just, just there. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it's just innate. You, you know exactly what's going on. So he can easily tell me the way things work because I'm not aware of them. I'm, I'm on, in a human body, and my mind doesn't remember these things, and I'm not allowed to remember them, so he has to sort of enlighten me and, and hopes that I can enlighten other people. Got it. Well, we're going to have to take another break. Uh, Garnet and I will be back shortly, so don't leave us now. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Path Home Shamanic Art School has just launched a new online series of classes, Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow. In these classes, composed and taught by Path Home founder and director Gwilda Wiecka, you'll learn practical shamanic skills to support your daily life, such as how to build a medicine wheel to access the power of the earth, perform a shamanic journey, create sacred space in which to live and work, empower your life with totem animals, elementals, and fairy folk, and learn the art of accurately reading signs and omens. These tried and true skills are the key to living a powerful, productive life. Visit us at findyourpathhome.com to see the ever-growing collection of classes and leading-edge information to support you during these times of uncertainty and transition. All can be found at findyourpathhome.com. 
They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. Welcome back. This is the Mission Evolution Radio Show, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. I always love to hear from my listeners. You can email me at info at missionevolution.org to suggest a topic or a guest that's on your mind. I'm sure we'll all enjoy them. Our guest this hour is Garnet Schulhauser. His website, garnetschulhauser.com. Garnet, we were talking about your spirit guide um, and how he is not source, um, and, and I, I know that um, some of my teachers have said, well, just because they're dead doesn't mean they're smart. How can you tell the difference, and how can you tell where he's getting his information when there are disembodied spirits here on the planet as well as on the other side? How can you tell when a person's crossed and has access to reliable information? Well, I think the person who's getting information uh, will get a sense of whether or not it's uh, it's true. I mean, it's sort of an intuition kind of thing. I know that when Albert started uh, disclosing his revelations to me, I just knew immediately that what he said made sense. It just rang true, and and so th- th- there's nothing that's gonna, th- there's no outside body that's gonna say this guy's true and that guy's phony. Uh, that just doesn't happen. You have to trust your intuition if you're getting messages from uh, disembodied spirits and figure out, you know, is this, uh, am I getting the right sort of message or is this something that I'm just imagining? I have no doubt that what I get from Albert is true and that he's a real spirit one of my spirit guides, and I'm very thankful that he came into my life the way he did. So do you, do you still are in communication with him all the time? Yes, not, not on a daily basis, but I communicate with him every now and then. Usually when I have some question that I want answered, I'll ask him. Um, when we were doing the astral trips, he, he would just show up unannounced, <coughs> excuse me, on a night and take me on an astral trip. He'd never tell me in advance when he was coming or what the schedule was, and so I never really knew. Um, haven't had... Um, any recent astral trips with him, but um, he, and I think that's just because he wants me to uh, get some experience in the QHHT uh, field. Uh, but I'm sure he'll come back, and I'm, and I know that at some point uh, he'll be back in my life, sort of more full time, and I'll be writing book five for him. So how do you know when he's getting ready to have you write a book? Well, he, he he'll tell me. You know, he'll like he'll, he'll just suddenly what I expect is he'll show up like before. Uh, in astral form and say, come on, I'm taking you somewhere and you're going to start book five. So that's sort of how he did. Um, the first time I had an astral trip with him, he said, I'm taking you uh, to see various places in the universe, the spirit side, and I want you to write about what you see and hear. So he basically gave me my marching orders, like pay attention to where I'm taking you because you've got to write about it. Do you think, um, you know, this is pretty personal information and it comes through you personally. Um, do you think that the information and the books are just for you, or what makes you think they're for the general public? Well, because Albert has said that. That was, that was part of his initial uh, mandate to me was he said, uh, you know, I'm not just here to satisfy your curiosity. I want you to write a book. Uh, it turned out he, he eventually he told me four books about what you hear and see uh, because I want those, uh, my revelations to be available to everyone. So he, he was quite clear on why he wanted me to write books. He wanted that, that information to be available to everyone in the world. So if someone's in the position that you were in and suddenly finds themselves talking to somebody that's not there, uh, to anyone else, what advice would you have for them? How can they, how can they tell it's not just, they're not just losing it? Well, I think it depends on how it sort of comes. Uh, you know, in, in my case, I was sort of gently edged into the, uh, the scenario when he showed up as a homeless man, and so then I, I recognized his voice when he spoke to me. 
I, I don't know how other people can can uh, you know d- discern between just the strange voices as opposed to having their spirit guides. But I think again, it's a matter of intuition. If it just feels right that this this voice is really coming from a good spirit, maybe your spirit guide, then that's likely it. And if you don't have that feeling, then you have to be skeptical. We're going a lot on feeling here, aren't we? Isn't there any other way to tell? It, it, it would be great if, if, if there was a way of telling it. it, it it's too bad you couldn't just uh, uh, plug, plug the thing into an app on your smartphone and have the app say, yeah, this is legit and no, it's not. It doesn't work that way. It, that's all part of one of the great mysteries that we have as uh, humans on this planet is that there are a lot of things that we, uh, we have to work out ourselves and that we're not spoon-fed the answers. And so this is just one of those mysteries of life. Well, actually, every shamanic tradition, and that's been around for 40 to 50,000 years, has checks and balances and methodology by which people can be assured that the information they're getting is from the other side versus somebody here. Uh, but I don't see any of those checks and balances in what you're doing. No, there's nothing like that. I, I don't know anything about uh, shamanism. Um, I have not studied it, so I'm not sure what you're referring to, but it's great. If, if, if they have developed something to help people, that, that's great. Anything that will help is, uh, is a good thing, but no, it, it, that's not part of my life. Um, when, you're, when you're doing the hypnosis and the, the, seri- the sessions for people, do you set up sacred space so there's not any interference from outside sources? Yes, it's in a very quiet room, uh, and we try to make sure that there are no interference from anyone else. We, we don't allow anyone else to be present during the sessions uh, so that people can be completely, uh, you know, carry on in, in total confidence. Um, and, yeah, we make sure that there's no other outside interferences. That's, 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 that's part of it. You can't keep somebody, put somebody in a trance or keep them in a trance if there's a lot of outside noise or other things going on. And, and, I, and, and, and so that's one of the things that we have to do to make sure that they have a, a very quiet and protected space. And, but you don't follow up with them. Um, how do you know that everything went okay if you don't follow up with them? Um, I just have faith that, that things went fine. And, and it's the usual thing, Gilda, if, if people, if things didn't turn out all right, that you, that's who you're going to hear from, the people who say um, that, yeah, this didn't work or whatever. And, I, and I've only had one instance where it didn't quite work out and I had the, the lady come back for a free do-over and that time it sort of clicked. I do get some emails from people saying, wow, that was a wonderful session. Uh, I've now found a new path in life. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm a, a new person. So I've had a number of those people comments, uh, but I don't follow up. It just that that's one of the things that we're that, that we're told to avoid doing is try to follow up with people with just too time consuming. And 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 uh, so if people want to send comments after the fact, that's fine. Uh, and most of the comments I've had from mine is that people were very very happy. And uh, in fact, some of them even say. In another year, I'm going to come back and do it again because I'll have more questions. So that's very in, in, uh, heartening to me. So are there some people that really should not engage with a spirit guide? No. Uh, everyone has spirit guides. And, and the thing is that most people don't, a lot of people don't realize they have spirit guides. And for most people, they don't, they're not able to engage in a direct conversation with their guide like I was with Albert. Mine was a special one-off situation so I could write books. He wanted to make sure that I could hear him clearly so I could write books about what he said. For most people, their guides are sending them messages, but they're very subtle messages. And they're like uh, uh, flashes of intuition, whispers in your mind, gut feelings. That's sort of how they tend to communicate. And for a lot of people, they just miss them totally, miss the messages, don't know where they're coming from. And, and so that's one of the challenges that we have as humans is listening to our guides who are always sending us messages they're with us 24-7. There's no one on earth who does not have at least two or three guides, sometimes many more. Well, it'd be, behoove us to get to where we could listen to them, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, yeah. And, but you're saying it's just a spontaneous thing. There's no methodology to get there. No. The, the closest thing I can advise based upon what Albert told me is that if you want to become better at hearing your messages is to meditate. Meditate, get rid of all the clutter in your mind, and then when you do that, you'll suddenly start hearing more messages, which you may think are just thoughts or intuition coming towards you. It's really coming from your spirit guides. And, and so the more you meditate and the more you listen to the messages, the more they will come and they'll be stronger and you'll be better able to hear them. So that's the only thing that Albert can tell me as to how you can better communicate with your guides. There's no magic bullet. It, it would be great if there was, but that's just the way it is. That's just part of the, of, of the challenge of being a human on this planet.
It is pretty challenging because, you know, um, some people are, are pretty um, intuitive, but what they're picking up is the thought forms of the people in the room around them or the feeling in the people of the room around them or feelings or thought forms from their history where they're still carrying damage. It's a, it's a real um, clutter in there. Um, and the best we can do is meditate to get through that. Yep, that's 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 the only thing that Albert could tell me when I and I've been asked this question so many times by people who read my books and, and Albert has given me that answer: meditation, quiet your mind, get rid of all the other clutter, the other thoughts that run through everyone's minds every day, and sit quietly, and then the messages will start to become clearer and they will come through. And that's just and, and that's not easy. It's not easy to do that. I, I admit, uh, but that's really the only way. But, but, but also recognize that, that, that when you're going through life and all of a sudden you get a brilliant flash, a brilliant thought, uh, an answer to something that you've been um, searching for, you know, oftentimes those brilliant thoughts, the flashes of intuition are really coming from your, one of your guides. And, and you may think that it's just uh, your own uh, you know, mind that's, that's coming up with this answer. Most of the time it's coming from your guides and you may not realize it. Do they leave cues in ordinary reality like synchronicities? I'm sorry, say again? Do they leave cues and clues in ordinary reality like synchronicities and signs? Absolutely. It happens all the time. Synchronicities, coincidental events, uh, those are just what, what they call sort of like signs that they want you to, to recognize that look at, they're communicating with you. They want you to do something or realize that they're, they're, they're there. So, yeah, the outside signs are there all the time. Uh, again, a lot of people don't pay any attention to them or don't recognize them. But, you know, when you come across a coincidental event it's not a coincidence there's somebody there's somebody trying to communicate with you give you a message mm, amazing amazing stuff well as always time has flown and now we're out of it garnet thanks so much for coming on the show thank you for inviting me i enjoyed it very much i enjoyed talking to you our guest this hour has been garnet schulhauser author of dancing on a stamp dancing forever with spirit dance of heavenly bliss and dance of eternal rapture his website GarnetSchulhauser.com. Remember to join our email family to stay abreast of all the exciting new things we have coming up at MissionEvolution.org. And while you're on our website, join in the discussion on the blog. Love to hear from you. This has been Mission Evolution Radio Show with Wilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as the mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to an evolving world. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simultv. Simultv offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. 
Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. 